You are listening to the Sports CDP Crash Course, your go-to podcast for all things sports related. We talk about how sports clubs and teams can sell more tickets and merchandise than ever before and how they can negotiate sponsorship agreements of higher value. We also champion women's sports and discuss how data and innovation can help bring equality to the sports industry. We have interviewed industry leaders who have worked with the likes of the NFL, FC Barcelona, Women in Football UK, FIBA, the Davis Cup, just to name a few. So don't miss out. Listen to today's episode. So, hi everyone. How you doing? Good? Still got some energy? Fantastic. Um, so let's see. So uh, really good to, to be here, uh, see, seeing all of you here. Um, I hope that we have some really good stuff to, to talk about today. Um, and uh, let's get to it. So just quickly, I'm Stefan. I'm the CEO and the founder of uh, Data Talks. We are a software company, software as a service company. And with me on stage, I have the fabulous... I'm Ste- not sure about the fabulous. I'm Steph McLaughlin. <laughs> I'm from Lewis FC, and we are the world's first gender equal club, football club. All right, so we have actually quite a few things that we want to cover today, so we'll, we'll really get into it really quickly. Um, so the first thing, uh, just to, to sort of give you a sense of who Data Talks is, um, so we, as I said, we're software companies, uh, a SaaS company. We work with helping our platform, what it actually does. It, it makes it possible for you to sell more tickets, um, sell more merchandise, and of course, uh, create higher value from these sponsorship deals that you make. And we do that with the help of data. But basically, it's revenue. We want to drive revenue, and that's also what we do with, with our customers. We have some really fantastic results uh, coming, coming through. So that's uh, Data Talks. And this is us. So equality is at the heart of absolutely everything that we do in Lewis. So we're completely equal when it comes to everything. Our teams play in the same stadiums. We have the same marketing budgets and we also do equal pay. We are community owned by over 2,400 fans and our fans come from everywhere. They come from Sussex, which is where we're based, but they literally come from like Italy to Kazakhstan. So we're speaking to people literally all over the world. Um, we're values first, so we're extremely purpose-driven, um, and we're purpose-driven with like the brands that we work with um, as well, which is one of the reasons why we work with Data Talks. Um, and also, our unique fan engagement is really, really special. So when you come to us, and I hope you do one day, we have fan zones. Sometimes we've got literally the best food you'll ever eat at the football stadium. So it's not just ninety minutes of football. We're speaking to lots of women who don't even like football. So what we do with our fans is really, really special. And also, we're commercially savvy because we have to be. We've got no choice but to be commercially savvy. So our women's team, we play in the championship, which, as you know, is the second highest tier in the football pyramid. Our men play in the seventh tier. So we don't have um, what is sometimes like a traditional model of like a huge men's football team supporting a women's team. Like we need to think outside the box and we need to be commercially savvy, which is, again why we're working with data talks. 
So what do we hope to achieve with this partnership? So we have no, we have no time, we have very limited resources, we need to be working in the smartest way possible. So we need to be as organised and as streamlined as possible. And within three months of working with DataTalks, we have managed to organise literally all of our... It was a bit like organised chaos. We had like information everywhere, and now all of that information is within like one core system, which is really, really, really useful for us when we need things to be as streamlined as possible. Um, I mentioned the unique fan engagement to you earlier. So the way we speak to all of our fans, our owners, the way we're communicating with them is really different. We're speaking to loads of people who are normally like traditional football fans and then we speak to loads of fans who don't necessarily like football but they like what we're doing because we're fighting for equality so the way we're speaking to people is very different um, and also we just want to improve on our fan experience and our general um, crowds and our general, general match day experience so yeah back to Stefan thanks all right so um, the one thing or Hopefully you remember a couple of things from this session, but the one thing is, and this, this is really important because this is basically the challenge that, that you have, and it's not just the challenge for football clubs, it's the challenge for any sports organizations, I would say, is that you have a very small portion of your fan base that is actually creating your revenue. The rest is an unknown mass somewhere. It's either in social media or somewhere in some system, but it's not collected. So you don't actually know the fans that are actually driving your revenue. But the good thing about it, in sports, we have two things that we can actually use to drive revenue. And that is the fan engagement and the loyalty. Right? So those are very, two very powerful drivers. But let's, be, um, let's agree on one thing, and that is loyalty does not equal revenue. Just because you have the loyalty does not mean that you will have the revenue. To me, if you look at it from, from a business side, sports is a product. And to me, I don't know of any product in the world that doesn't need selling. So to be able to do that, you have to sell your product. And to be able to do that, you have to know the people you're selling it to. But you have these fantastic drivers. So let's make sure that we actually use it. But this is the main problem. So one of the things that you have to fix first is actually getting to know your fans, making sure you're converting them from that unknown mass and into someone you actually know. And, but that's not enough. There are a couple of more things that you need to do. And we've actually said there are basically four fundamental things that you have to be doing and that you need support in achieving. And that is the first one, is to be able to grow your supporter base continuously. It's not a one-time thing. It's something that you do continuously, all the time. And it's a strategic activity, so you need to put some effort into it. One of the things you can actually do, which is fantastically efficient, is gamification. So using that to grow your supporter base continuously, but making sure you're getting it, all the supporters into one place and making sure that you have the contact information to them, because that's how you start knowing it. But that's not enough. So then you quickly go into the second fundamental. And this second fundamental is the one where not only <laughs> um, um, businesses in the sports industry, but in any industry fail. It's the second one. Merging the data. That's basically where everyone fails. If you fail on the second one, you won't be able to get to where you want to, actually driving loyalty into revenue. So you have to make sure that you know how to do this, right? And that can be a very complicated task. 
But this is where technology comes in. This is where, where you can actually be helped by technology. But it is crucial because that's where you create the revenue engine. That's number two, right? But once you got that sorted, you have the engine, right? But an engine that's not running doesn't help you. So that's why you need to go to the third fundamental because that's when you sit down in the driver's seat and you get the mileage out of the revenue engine. And that is where you create the segmentation, right? So you want to know a lot of things about your fans so you can actually create those segments that mean something to who you're communicating with. Like, okay, so we know that they've uh, bought one ticket. Can we get them to buy another one? They haven't bought any ticket, but they buy merch. Uh, we know when their birthday is. We know their favorite player, and so on, so on. So you need to know all of these data points to be able to find the relevant segments and how you should actually be communicating with them. But once you've done that, you actually have to go to number four as well, because you then once you know who you want to talk to and what you want to say to them, you actually have to do that, right? So you have to talk to them in a way that they really appreciate. And once you're doing that, you will find yourself actually sending more communication than you've ever done before. But for each individual supporter, they will get less messages. But the ones that they get will be totally relevant to them. So on a total, you'll be sending more messages. But the supporters get less, which is exactly what we want, right? We don't want to spam supporters. That's a big no-no. So these four fundamentals is actually um, really important, and this is how we've, to support this, that's how we've also built, built um, uh, the platform. And it's around these four fundamentals that we're working with, with Lewis, and even more importantly, because you have a specific way of how you actually want to communicate with your, with your fans. So it's really important. So some of the insights uh, uh, from, from the Lewis case, and I love the first one, actually, doing what bigger clubs haven't been able to do. And that's true, actually. Uh, this is the, the, the fantastic thing with technology, if you use it right. It actually is the most, it's, it's the absolute best enabler. Or it can totally mess things up. But if you use te technology in the right way, with a very, very small budget, you can achieve what, what uh, other uh, clubs or sports organizations with much higher budgets haven't been able to do. And we can just see that with the, with the numbers. So 50% of the social media followers from Lewis, we've actually been able to convert them into known fans. That's an amazing number. That's something that most big or small clubs only dream about. But it's an important one because that is the first key to actually be able to do that. And once that's done, we can go on. And we see that we've identified some missed commercial opportunities. And then we also know how do we get hold of those? How do we actually make uh, um, those commercial opportunities come alive. But we also want to know another thing, and that is to know the supported lifetime value. So why is that important? Well, it's important because it tells us who are the high spenders, who are the low spenders, and it also tells us something else. It tells us what kind of supporters do we actually want to attract. Because that is also important when you're talking to sponsors, right? Because the kind of supporters you have, if you know them, then you know what kind of sponsors you should be uh, targeting. So it's really important to, to, to know the supporters, not just because, like, internal, but also when you go out and you try to find the, the, the sponsors and, and really get the maximum from those deals, you know, you have to know what, who your supporter is so you can actually tell your sponsor that, yes, we have your target group here, so you should be paying us a lot to activate those. Anyway, there, there's a lot of um, uh, good stuff um, uh, coming out of the, the, and this is just the beginning. There, there's so much uh, left for us uh, to do, so, and, and that's how it is. This is, this is not, it's not a one-off. 
it's continuous development. Like there are so many use cases that, that you can put to play uh, once you have the data sorted. So this is just, uh, just the beginning. So actually the one thing that I, or one thing, well, what, yes, one of the more important things I think that, that you should take with you is that loyalty does not equal revenue, right? And yes, you need to be communicating with your fans in a way that you can actually start creating that revenue. But what is it that we're actually trying to do? It's about the emotions, right? Because you have the engagement, which means that you also have the emotional connection to your supporter. No matter what sport, you have the emotional connection to the supporter, which means that you actually have that advantage uh, against other industries where you can actually connect to them emotionally. But you also have to have then messages and you have to have uh, offerings that sort of spark that emotion because that's how you actually trigger someone to buy something or do something that you want them to do. It's triggering that emotion. And we're not talking about these big, large emotions. It's nudging them, just nudging them. So if they bought one ticket, can we nudge them to buy another one? If they bought the merch, can we nudge them to actually go to a game or whatever it is? But it's, it's continuous work. You need to be doing that all the time. So nudging them, it's, it's just these small things that you need to do. And if you want to do that, you have to be relevant about it. If your goal is to get more supporters, superior sales and real revenue, then visit our website at datatalks.se and fill out our demo form to experience firsthand how we can help you. Data Talks, more supporters, superior sales, real revenue.